This is Blender Style, the show where we discuss a blend of heavy and extreme music. On this episode, Before the Dawn, Deadlight. This album was released in 2007 on Stay Heavy Records. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. You know what's hard out here for a pimp? Give me some money. Nate, this was your pick. I'm, I've never heard of this band. Where'd you, uh, where did this come from? Well, I've heard of one of the members' uh, bands, Wolfheart. Okay. And it made me go back. And then years ago, years ago, uh, a friend of mine, old John Sibley. Who's this? Old just John some guy. Sibley. Uh, and uh, he told me about this band. And I never really gave it the time of day. And recently I went back and listened to a couple of tracks. So I figured I'd pick an album. Casey, you've heard Wolfheart because we've talked about that in our yeah. group chat quite a bit. But are you familiar with Before the Dawn? I am not familiar with Before the Dawn. This is the first time I've heard of them. I've never heard this band either. No. So I would describe this as melodic deathcore, maybe? Oh, man. Uh, deathcore, I definitely get some elements, but I was thinking just melodic death metal, but I would agree. Uh, not Okay, not death. It doesn't have a lot of drops and stuff like that, like breakdowns. Probably more metalcore, melodic metalcore, I guess. I feel like um, metalcore kind of took from stuff like this. Like they yeah. were listening to this and they were bringing it to America. You know. I would agree with that because this is this is kind of a precursor for metalcore. I, I feel like um, it's melodic for sure. Um, so this is 2007. It's right mm-hmm. in the heart. Of, it's kind of in the same in the middle of metalcore. But yeah. this is definitely this is from Finland. These guys are yeah. from Finland, and it has that like melodic death metal sound from that. Yeah, I would go more melodic death metal. But they throw in some clean vocals a lot. A of lot cl- of clean vocals. Mm-hmm. And then there's some death metal vocals, which are more like, more like vocal fry, not so guttural. Like, yeah, I would put this more in like the '80s death metal vocal. Yeah, genre. like death, not Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, exactly. That's a yeah, yeah. That, I would agree with that. And the drumming is very uh, metalcore. It sounds like all that remains. Like there's double bass, but parts, but it's not double bass the whole time. There's no blast beats, really. No, and it's kind of a slow, chuggy double bass when they do bring it in. Yeah, it's pretty... uh, It's pretty good. I think the only real blast that I heard was in the song Fear Me, and that was like kind of towards the intro, Mm -hmm. and you know, there's a blast there. That's that's pretty significant. It was a pretty quick part. It wasn't like a lot. No. And I don't think they brought it back through the song. I think it was just right there at the beginning, and then... I think this, this album is definitely for its times. Like, what was going on and I think, like, metalcore bands here in America, like I said before, were kind of listening to some of these European bands and, like, bringing it over to us, you okay, know. Okay, yeah. And uh, kids being from America, you know, we really started to hear, like, this melodic sound that was going on, you know. A lot of these bands even toured with some of these metalcore bands. Whereas, like, bands like At The Gates might have been kind of hard for American people to listen to. This is more accessible if you, like, got in at, like, Shadows Fall or something like that. Yeah, or even, like, uh, bands like In Flames or Dark Tranquility, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was younger, I, I, you know, I didn't, at first glance, I didn't really like those bands. And then it it took me a minute to listen to more melodic with Dark Tranquility was like the fiction album got me in. Oof. So good. So good. Yeah. Well, I, and I would even go out on that and say this is kind of more relevant now than it was back then because it holds up very well. It does. I think it holds up as mm-hmm. also we're in 2021. And I think it's because it has that melodic death metal sound to it that kind of is almost timeless because those melodies, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the guitar parts are 
they're so memorable that it kind of tests the well, and it's metal, the test man. Time. It it's is. metal, so it, like it, anything that's good metal will it'll stick around. It's it's metal's timeless. It, it is, but there's some metal where you could you could place a time where it came from. And this, yeah, this I think if you were to hear it for the first time, which I did, I wasn't aware that it came from 2007. I thought it was more modern than that. I mean, really? it was, it was, it was relevant, and it has kind of that power metal-y feel to it, but more on the the black death metal side than the power metal side. Like they have mm-hmm. a lot of that song structure the power metal has, like the anthem kind of sounding. Yeah, yeah, but with more. Distortion on the car- guitar is not as much clean, and the vocals are—they're not that high register like a lot of power metal bands are. But they're they definitely have... dipping into different, yeah, different yeah. colors and different paint. And there's a and there's a kind of a lot going it. on here. What'd you like about it, Nate? Oh man, where can I start? Um, honestly, the riffage, like the intros, went into verses. And the verses went into course, you know, they were well-structured songs. And the guitar, I felt, led it the whole time, mm-hmm. um, honestly. I mean, the vocals were great with it. Everything mixed well. But I think those guitar riffs are just great for me. Um, and then underneath that, you have the drumming that is just spot on. Like, this drum on this killing it. And I would agree with you that, like, now that you've kind of made the new... Uh, the metalcore, yeah. The metalcore. I wasn't really thinking about it, but I was in the back of my head, and it totally clicks. Like he brings in double bass at the right times. It's not like constant, it's not, and it's not too long. Or it's usually pretty steady. Yeah, they, um, they accent it really well, and you know, and then you sprinkle on top like the clean vocals and the you know more death metal or whatever you would call them, uh, vocals, and yeah, I think it's it's layered very well. What'd you like about it, Casey? So, uh, kind of to touch on what Nate was saying about the uh, the guitar work, the distortion they use on the guitar throughout this album is it's really good. Uh, it's, yeah, it's real chunky. Kind it of. is. It's it's almost kind of like you said that metalcore kind of distortion on it, and maybe that's where you get the kind of metalcore feel. Not deathcore. Not like way low tuned. It's kind no, of mid range. Yeah, it's kind of mid range. But, but it's not your standard like power metal uh, cleaner mm. side uh, or your death metal really distorted chunky Correct, side yeah. it's kind of in between and they do a really good job almost of like a thrash metal guitar sound. yeah and they do a really good job of riding that line right there to keep it um there and a lot of melodic death metal bands have this kind of like sound that sounds like almost like chainsaws or somewhere like the notes yeah. kind of blend together this, this is chunkier it, it's chunky and it's it's clean and, and it's precise and it, it's really really good the structures like you said were really great um the the mixture of the clean and unclean vocals are, are great. Uh, they do this cool layering thing through a lot of stuff where uh, if you listen to it on headphones, you have a, kind of the unclean on the stereo side where you get it in both, or the clean in, in the stereo side where you get it in both ears. And then in the background, like on one side, you get this really like low, like barely hear it, but it's back there and it, it's kind of driving the urgency of the whole album. Um, it works really well. The addition of the the female vocals mm, on Starfire, mm. uh, what is it? Dot dot dot. Yeah, the last track. Yeah, ellipsis. Last track, ellipsis, yeah. is is great because it kind of really it it kind of takes like this ride that you're on through the whole album, which is this album's kind of a ride, and it really closes it out in kind of a exclamation point. It does a really good job. Of I that. would normally hate songs like this too, <clears throat> like ending songs that are completely different than 
you know, the whole album kind of thing. But and it's so good. It, 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 really ends, it really ends the record very well, I think. What did you like, Matt? So one of the frustrating things about doing this show is we decide on albums to talk about, and then we listen to them, and I can't talk to you guys about them until we do the show. Mm-hmm. And so the, I, right out the gate when I listened to this, I was blown away, like, how original this sound was. It has a great sound, very unique. Yeah. Like, I'd never heard anything like this before. When this first came on, because I just throw them all on a playlist and kind of play them on Which kind of makes sense. It was kind of hard for us in the beginning to even kind of say what this was. Yeah, it's really hard to kind of pinpoint what this genre. They kind of dabble. It's original. It's original, and they dabble in some other genres, and I was just, especially vocally, Mm -hmm. like the vocals kind of stand out for me. Yeah, the vocals are great. Yeah, it's really good, and it's... And it was frustrating because I just wanted to like start texting you guys about it in our group <laughs> chat. Like, oh my god, this band, and I can't do it, so I had to wait until now to tell you that. <laughs> um, and I like that it's uh, short; it's like thirty-nine minutes, forty minutes, something. Yeah, like that. It, it is. It's it's a really quick playthrough, but yeah, it's it, feels, it feels like twenty-five minutes to me. Yes, I know it's that snappy. Does it, it does. That was one of the things that I was like, I really wish this was longer because this this album really wants you or like leaves you wanting more because yeah. it's, it's that good. They're just great songs. They man. are. Like, I mean, you could have even taken some of these songs and mixed them up. You know, you mm-hmm. could have you could put this album on shuffle. Yeah, and it and it sounds like a good yeah. Album. There's no pacing issues throughout this thing. This, exactly. this thing is a really good solid pace for the whole thing. Like, you get a lot of bands where. They'll throw some really good stuff at the beginning and then they'll slow it down towards the middle and then close out. I'm kind of trying to end on a high note. And it it really feels like they're just, hey, listen to our other stuff where this band was like, we don't have other stuff. We have just our good stuff. And they did a great job putting it on here. Was this like their second album or third album? I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. It's, a, it's it's not a, it's not a debut. I, I mean, I didn't look it up either, but I know it's not a debut, but. To kind of touch on what you were saying about um, you could put this on shuffle and everything kind of, it works. Mm-hmm. To me, that's kind of like the downfall of this is mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't think the songwriting is that great. Like all the songs kind of sound predictable and it doesn't really blow me away. Like nothing ever kind of comes out of left field and mm-hmm. kind of impresses me. The The sound is very original and it's a very cool sound. And I... I kind of hate to say, say this, but the vocals sound like a local band to me. Like I've heard demos of local bands and the vocals, especially on tracks like Dead, was it Dead Song? Mm-hmm. His vo- The vocal performance just sounds like a local band to me. Like yeah. it didn't, didn't blow me away. Mm. So what didn't you like about it? Okay, so my dislikes is one, it was too short. Like... I wanted a little bit more. Interesting. Um, also, I would agree that like some of it was a little predictable, and like I got annoyed by that. But I got annoyed by that after like six times of listening to it. So my opinion uh, is, yeah, the negative in this album to me is that it's too short. What about you, Casey? What did you dislike about? So I agree with Nate. I think the album was too short. That was my biggest gripe. The other thing was like, there's this vocal layering that he does on when he does the clean vocals, and it kind of muddies it up a lot. Like yeah. there's some points in it where the the layering almost falls out of sync. Um, Maybe that's what I'm hearing when I say local band. Yeah, it's almost like, like it was indie, like recorded it like an indie studio, and 
Maybe he's just not tied on his timing and it kind of... Yeah, or the guy who, who layered it, like, put a little delay on the second track to kind of to clean it up and hide some of the flaws or something of the, the vocals. I haven't listened to any of the well, other I stuff. I know that one of the guys in the band, if not the main creator, is a producer of albums. So I, would, I, I don't know this. But I wouldn't be surprised if this band actually recorded this themselves, pretty mm. much. Well, it sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, kind of one of my likes about it, actually. So this this album was actually, uh, on my notes, I have that this was recorded with only, what, to- Tomas mm-hmm. and Lars, because the drummer quit right before they start or was fired, technically, in the studio, because he wasn't doing a good job. And then the second guitar player didn't have time to record so this is just the two people doing everything in this so if i could be wrong but tomas i believe is the guy that's in wolfheart okay and so the guy in wolfheart has actually recorded albums Mm -hmm. so this is like diy kind of maybe uh i'd like to touch on what nate said it might be diy i didn't I wouldn't take Mm. no i didn't they might have like an engineer in there or whatever that's like helping with like Pressing record, but there's like two guys writing all this stuff yeah. and playing the instruments, and playing all the instruments, and and I didn't take notes like you said on on who was producing it, but I want to say you're right. I want to say it was uh, one of the guys that's... from the band who actually did the production on it, and, and and that's something else to note on it is is not only does the the vocal layering get kind of muddied at times, but there's a heavy clipping or or compression on mm-hmm. anytime the the band comes from like the more mellow parts to the heavier parts and like there's that heavy hit like almost drop, it clips really bad to where everything sounds like super muddied and super clipped and mm-hmm. or like compressed really hard like they're trying to keep from clipping so bad. Now that we're talking about this, this does sound like two guys making an album on mm-hmm. a budget. And, and it's not bad for what they did. I mean, it's no, it's, it's great. pretty. It's like an original sound. I feel like there's a lot of potential here. Mm-hmm. First of all, I feel like uh, the talent coming from two guys, or mainly even probably one guy, is pretty rad. They they can come up with ten songs that are pretty decent. But I agree with you that like the production could probably be a tad bit better. Like yeah, well, and the production isn't bad. It's just it's there's some songs. It, it's it's through the entire album, and and I don't necessarily know if it's production value or just maybe somebody had a bad mic or something on some on one of their instruments. But it's super noticeable in tracks four and six when they come from like the mellower parts, like that heavy hit. There's this really heavy like compression, and it, it doesn't really distract from it. It's it's real quick and it's over kind of thing, so it's not super noticeable. But it's just something that's there. Mm-hmm. What'd you give this for a rating, Casey? So I had to. I had to pick nitpick this one because this was a really good album and it was quick. It was to the point. Uh, I left thinking that um, I really wished it was longer. I give this a 4.2 out of 5. Wow. Okay. I, it was a great album from start to finish. Uh, there were some really catchy choruses and verses. Uh, the lyrical content was good. The structure was great throughout it. Um, it was really good throughout the whole thing. The only issue I had was that clipping and, and, the, and the length of it. Yeah. 4.8 you said? Uh, 4.2. 4.2. Yeah. What did you give him, Matt? I give this a 2.7. I think this is a great sound, but the songwriting just doesn't do it for me. Okay. It just, it kind of all runs together and it doesn't blow me away. I, I Like I said, I think the, the sound they're doing here with the mix of melodic death metal and metalcore really works. Mm-hmm. But the songs just don't jump out at me. What'd you give this, Nate, for a rating? I give it a 3.8. 
Uh, I think it's pretty solid melodic death metal. Um, I like the aspects of, you know, two guys recording it. Most likely, I don't, I, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I like two, that two it band has, members. I like that it has that sound. Uh, my only complaint really is the uh, it, that it's too short and it is a little bit dated, I think, kind of, but it holds up still. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, this held up really well. I mean, for, what was it, 2007? I wouldn't have guessed from listening to it that it was recorded in I agree, yeah, it sounds pretty modern. And honestly, sometimes I want an album mm-hmm. to be 39 minutes, but I feel like 25. And see, that is a good thing about it. Like, it, it's Sounds a, really, a plus for me. It's a really quick listen. I'm a big fan of like longer albums. But longer albums that feel shorter. Mm-hmm. This one was short and it felt too short to me. I get it. This is Blender Style. That was Before the Dawn, Deadlight. Blend by Dawn. Blend by Dawn. Blend by Dawn. <laughs> 